Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife podcast. I am so excited to have you. And I have such an awesome announcement. Can't wait to share it. Uh, For those of you who have been following along, but I don't really know how many of you would actually know this, the podcast actually turns one year old this month. Yep, that's right. I launched in February 2020, right before the world fell apart and we had a global pandemic, like really just shut everybody in. So great time to be launching a podcast and business. I know, right? Crazy. But I'm so excited that I did. I'm so grateful that I did. A year later, we have thousands upon thousands of downloads in multiple countries. I want to say it's at least 10 or 12 different countries where we have download uh, people listening all across the U.S., obviously. And then uh, besides the U.S. and our, you know, all the different states within the U.S., just multiple countries. And then the coolest thing is that it has actually charted in, I would probably, I want to say it's like three different countries. It's charted, which is so awesome. And that is all because of you guys. So thank you so much for everything you have done to share the show, get the word out there. And for those of you who have not, let's say you're new around here and you've only been listening uh, for a short time, but maybe you've been listening for at least three episodes, let's say. If you've come back to me and listened to at least three of these episodes and have not decided "Mm, she's not my cup of tea, then you're probably my girl and I want to get to know you. It would be so awesome if you would write a review. Write a review. You could screenshot the review when you're done uh, before you press submit. It takes actually about uh, 24 hours or, or so for the reviews to show up. But write a review and screenshot it and send it to me over on Instagram and your, or put it up on your stories. And I will be sure to tag you, to thank you, to reach out to you uh, specifically. I just, it really means a lot. And I appreciate so much when you guys do that. And like I said, more so than me, it's not about me. It's really about you guys and the fact that when you actually share that it helps for the show to grow and it helps for other women like you to hear about it so that is the biggest thank you that you can give is by writing a review and sharing it so i'm gonna just go ahead and ask for that uh, for this one year anniversary happy birthday to the grace fields wife podcast and i'm so excited about that now into the good stuff that we're talking about this week. This week, we are getting into, we're going to learn about the script. What is the script? What are you talking about? What script? That's my point exactly. Tune in to today's show. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. 
Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. All right, so what is the script? Let me ask you, have you ever walked into a situation where someone expected you to behave a certain way and never told you that they expected certain behaviors or things from you and you felt like, whoa, wait a minute, what's going on here? That is what I am talking about when I refer to the script. It's like you are playing a part in a movie that no one ever gave you the script to. And then all of a sudden, they're upset because you can't remember your lines. They're upset because you didn't say the right thing at the right time, or you didn't have the right reaction to blah, 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 blah. Do you see where I'm getting at here? How many times, mamas, ladies, has this happened in our life and marriage? How many times have we been in a situation where our husband has expected something from us, but we didn't realize that we were playing in that movie? We didn't realize that um, we were supposed to do or say that thing. And it works the other way around. How many times is it that you're upset with your husband because he should have known better? I know you know what I'm talking about. Basically, those times when you're upset and you, let's say you're upset and you kind of turn away from him like, "Mm, leave me alone. I'm angry at you. Fully expecting that he is going to go after you and hug you because hello he should know better he should know that at that moment you want to be comforted hello how he should know but then he doesn't come to you because he thinks that you want to be alone because with your body language and with your words you have basically said leave me alone that's the script That's it. That's the thing. The thing that we want him to do, the part that he's supposed to play that he doesn't know he's playing in and vice versa. I'm sure he's, that's happened in your marriage too, where he said it to you. How long have we been together? You should already know. Another term that we might hear is a mind reader. I'm not a mind reader. How was I supposed to know that you wanted this or that thing? How was I supposed to know that you needed me to pick up groceries on my way home? And maybe you're feeling like, well, if you would call me or answer my text, then you would know I needed groceries, right? But, and this is, this happens all the time where we just expect the other person to 
do a certain thing. Or we say, you should have known. I told you I had a rough day at work. You should have known that I was going to be cranky. Or ladies, for real, I know I have thought this, where I'm like, babe, we have been together for 18 years. You should know when I'm PMSing. Like, I almost want to say, you should keep a calendar yourself so that you know when I'm going to be cranky. Come on, right? Am I, am I crazy? Tell me you haven't felt that way, seriously. But even though we've all felt that way from one time or another, we have to admit, does it do us any good? Has it ever done us any good to say you should know better? I mean, think about it. We're not teenagers, right? You know, you tell your kids and you get upset with them for something and they're like, what? What was, what was that? You know, what, why are you mad at me, mommy? And you look at them and you're like, you should know better than to leave your toys all over the floor. Does that do us any good? I mean, yeah, maybe they should have known better. But if we don't instill in them some sort of routine, if we don't give them habits, if we don't let them know what our expectations are, then how would your children know that they are not supposed to leave their toys all over the floor when they're done playing with them and they've now moved on to the next thing? Or how would your teenagers know that you expect them home at a certain time and not pass that? The only way that they know is when we lay out our expectations. And maybe you don't have kids and you don't get that analogy. But what about you? When you were younger, I bet you that your parents laid out certain expectations of you. There was behavior that was considered acceptable and behavior that was considered not acceptable. Now, if you're anywhere around my age, uh, our thing was you got to be home before the street lights come on, which is great in the summer, not so great in the evening. I mean, in the winter, right, where it started to get dark at like four o'clock. But that was an expectation. It was an expectation that we were going to be far. Or again, I grew up in New York City. So where do we play? We didn't have like big backyards. We were fortunate to have a little backyard. But ultimately, where, where are you playing? We used to play out in the street, literally in the street. So the expectation was that you didn't go past the ends of the block. You stay where I could see you, they would say. Or if we were going to be running through the fire hydrants, because that's what we did, kind of like a Spike Lee movie. That's how we uh, played in the summer. But the expectation was that we wouldn't be doing that unsupervised. We wouldn't go out when no adults were around. We would have needed an adult to be there, watch out for traffic, stop the cars from driving down the street so they can make the kids move, that kind of thing. It was just, I don't even want to say it was just known. It was something that our parents made very clear. So they didn't have to remind us every single time that we went out to play. It was something that we knew. The expectations were set and there was no question as to what we were supposed to do. And I realize as I'm speaking that you are not a child and neither is your husband. So if 
one of you guys does something that is outside the expectations, I would hope that there's not going to be all kinds of punishment involved, like might have happened to us as we were children, right? Instead, as an adult, you let someone know this is the expectation when this is not met. It might trigger a feeling, and maybe it's going to be a feeling that I don't like. Understand that if it does trigger a feeling, you're the one who chooses how to deal with that feeling, but you give the, you give your grown (laughs) spouse the opportunity to make change. And also, hello, this is the grace-fueled wife. You're going to give him some grace for when he doesn't meet the expectation. But I just wanted to make that distinction that from adults to children, It's going to be obviously a little bit different. It's really more to paint the picture of how do we know if we're going to do something that upsets the other party if the other party has never made it clear to us that that behavior is upsetting. So here we are. We understand now what the script is. The script is that story that we're playing in that we don't know that we're playing in or the story that our spouse is playing in that he doesn't know that he's playing. He's playing a role he didn't sign up for. He never even auditioned for it. And maybe you thought he auditioned for it when you were dating, when he said, I do, but he has no idea what his lines are supposed to be. That's the script. Now we understand that without laying out proper expectations, we can't expect somebody else to follow our rules. It's almost like when we judge non-believers for their behavior, they're not part of our house. They're not part of our family. We can't judge them for rules that they've never signed up to be judged by. We shouldn't be judging anyone, but <laughs> in you know what I mean? Like, They are living their lives by a different standard. They have never signed up for the life that you chose. Therefore, they can't be subject to the same scrutiny, if you will. Now, that being said, our husbands did choose us. They did choose to marry us. They said, I do. They walked down the aisle or met in front of the judge or met in front of the pastor or whoever it was that performed your ceremony. And they said, I do. So they did choose to be a part of your life. So there are going to be certain expectations for each of you. Until those expectations are clearly defined, each one of you is just kind of guessing at it. And that's why you'll see a lot of times before people get married, they will have premarital counseling. And those are some of the things that they go through in premarital counseling. Simple questions like who takes out the garbage in your house? And this is before they get married and move in together. Why? Because if you grew up in a home where your dad always took out the garbage and he grew up in a home where his mom always took out the garbage, then you guys might have different expectations. You might just think, well, it's dad's job. And he might just think it's mom's job. Or same thing can happen with the cooking or caring for the kids or who's going to work 
and who is not or are you both gonna work he may expect that once you guys have kids you're gonna be a stay-at-home mom and if you're anything like me you might be like uh yeah no i no i can't i'm just just not me it's not my personality no shade to the stay-at-home moms you ladies rock and you're amazing and i don't know how you do it but for me personally, it's not one of those. It's not, it's not my calling. It's I'm a much better mom when I work, when I get away from the kids, especially those moms who have uh, been homeschooling, right? So again, if those are not expectations that you guys have laid out with each other, then you're both running blind. In order to avoid being fired from this movie that, oh, you didn't realize you were playing a part in, you guys need to give each other your script and understand the other person is not going to get all their lines right. They are never going to be perfect at their role. But as long as you let them know, these are the things that are important to me. These are the things that are, I expect. And these are the things that I expect to do. Because it's also, your husband may have different expectations of you than you have of yourself. He might have different expectations of you than you thought you were willing to do or that you might even be in agreement with. So whatever that is, once you guys sit down and talk about that, you are going to be in a place of so much more clarity and grace. And then you'll be able to react differently when he doesn't do the thing or when you realize you didn't do the thing that is important to him. So I love this episode for you guys. It's a quick one, but I think it can really start to make changes. This is a quick win, right? You know, something that you guys might, something that you guys might implement right away at home, sit down, think about all the expectations that you or your spouse are holding that you've not yet him you've not yet made him aware of or vice versa let me know uh over on instagram or in the facebook group hit me up and just say you know these are the expectations or oh my goodness i realized i was holding him to such and such and such i would love to hear it i can't wait to see you guys next week oh and don't forget Send me a review, y'all. Come on. It's the podcast birthday, and I would love to be able to share this with more people, but I need your help. Send me a review if you so choose. I love you guys, and until next week. Hey, love. Thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value, in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.